Has anyone ever asked you why you believe in God? Or maybe you've been asked how you know that God is real. I'm not sure if the age-old argument that you can't prove that God exists is true. In some ways, we can prove that God exists. I like to think of it this way. What if someone told you that an experimental medicine or herbal remedy would cure a chronic problem that you have? Though it may sound outlandish, let's say that you decided to give it a shot because you've already tried everything else. To your surprise, the procedure or remedy works. If that were to happen, I'm sure that from that point on, you would trust the advice of the one who changed your life. You might become an avid supporter of the remedy and suggest it to anyone who finds himself in the same situation. Ultimately, I'm sure you'd be a faithful customer for the rest of your life. In that example, the proof is the fact that the unassuming procedure or remedy did, in fact, work. The writer of Psalm 116 explains that same type of proof in regards to the existence of God in verses 1 and 2 where they write, I love the Lord, for he heard my voice. He heard my cry for mercy. Because he turned his ear to me, I will call on him as long as I live. The psalmist explains that his prayers were not only heard, but answered. And because they were answered, he has become a faithful follower for the rest of his life. He cried out to the Lord in desperation. The Lord heard his cry for mercy. And because of that interaction, the psalmist said, I will call on him as long as I live. When God hears your cries and your pleas, then delivers you or answers your prayer, that should be all of the proof that you need to confirm that he is real. To the psalmist, that was proof enough for him to be a lifelong believer. Are you searching for proof that God exists? Are you looking for ways to convince others that he is real? Some of my favorite examples people in the Bible use to convince someone of something is when they simply share their story. They take the time to tell their story from beginning to end, without embellishment and with true sincerity. Whenever I encounter instances in the Bible where people use this method, it always ends with the listener becoming convinced. That isn't to say that everyone who hears your story will become convinced, but I would argue that your story is the best tool you have to prove that God exists, that he listens, and that he involves himself in the lives of people like you and me. So I encourage you to pray that God use your story to bring others to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit is able, but we have to be willing. Once a true believer has tasted and seen that the Lord is good, it is unlikely that they will go back to their old way of life. Because once God intervenes in our life, our faith in Him grows. We continue to call on Him as long as we live. We continue to trust in Him because He has shown Himself faithful. The best evidence that God exists is the changed life of a believer, someone who was once lost but now is found. Someone who used to live for themselves, but now lives for the Lord. One reason a changed life is so powerful is because a changed life usually comes with a story. A story of how God interacted with them or intervened on their behalf. A story like the one shared in Psalm 116. I love the Lord, for he heard my voice. He heard my cry for mercy. Because he turned his ear to me, I will call on him as long as I live. Do you have a story? If you do, I would encourage you to be ready to share it whenever the opportunity arises. Because your story may be the catalyst that changes a skeptic 
and to a believer. Thank you for listening to the Lord of My Life podcast. And be sure to visit our website at ktfproductions.com.